When I work with agencies and service-based businesses, one of the topics I get really excitable about is charging more, finding your perfect price point and creating consistent revenue in your business. And a lot of businesses tell me through gritted teeth that their competitors charge so much more and get away with it. So let's talk about why your competitors are charging more than you and what you need to do to fix it. Hey, I'm Sean. I'm obsessed with business, marketing and growth. I've created this podcast to share the ideas, knowledge and tools I've gathered over a career of helping businesses thrive. If you're an ambitious agency owner or creative entrepreneur looking to create a business that loves you back, welcome to The Growth Code. So first up, I've got a question to put to you and I want you to jot this down and schedule some thinking time. The question is, what would you have to do to be more expensive and for your clients to not bat an eye about it? When we ask better questions, we get better answers. And if you jot that question down and schedule some thinking time on it, you're bound to find opportunities where you can outclass and outmaneuver your competitors. I want you to think of ways of adding so much more value and representing that value so that you can charge more. So pricing and value is what we're going to talk about first. Pricing, which... As you might have guessed by now, I love talking about pricing and do so quite a bit. In fact, I've got some great resources for you to help you raise your prices with confidence. So just drop me a DM or email me if you need some of those resources. But before you get your calculator out, you need to really understand how to articulate your value. Pricing your services should absolutely be based off the value that's delivered. It's your number one job as a business owner to be able to articulate that value and weave it into all your marketing, content and sales process. I'm not talking about features and benefits, but value. Price should never be an objection if you've been able to articulate enough value. Of course, there's a little more to it, but there's this fear of charging too much and losing clients. If the perceived value of your offer and the value you're able to articulate is aligned with your client's pain or desires, then money is just the exchange of energy. When you look at it that way, it's not so scary. This is another reason why when we start working with clients on a business plan activation project or in coaching, we often start with figuring out what the process for delivery is and what the promise is. The more clarity you have around your promise, your offer, what you achieve for your chosen niche, and the higher the perceived value, the more you can charge. That's quite a mouthful, but let me repeat it so it can sink in. Clarity around your promise, your offer, the result you get for your niche client, and the higher the perceived value, the higher your price is. While we're talking about pricing and value, at this little juncture, it's worth noting that I believe one of the biggest dangers to agencies and service-based businesses right now is being treated like a commodity. I hear clients say that they feel like short order cooks or professional order takers rather than the creative geniuses they should be valued for. It's not going to get any easier either. 
With the rise of the gig economy, clients being able to source agency services from freelancers and the agency of record model no longer working. With rising competitions, margins are being squeezed and it's getting harder and harder to differentiate. But Peter Drucker said, in a commodity market, you can only be as good as your dumbest competitor. Ouch. I want that to really just sink in for a moment because you are not a commodity. You shouldn't be compared to other agencies or other businesses. You should be able to stand out and be rewarded for the creative genius that you bring to clients' businesses. So let's dive into this more and see how you can focus on value, charge more and avoid the commodity trap. Let's find your perfectly profitable pricing point. Okay, number one. First up, don't confuse your offer and your value stack with the buying criteria of your potential client. To use an analogy, if your potential client has a rare heart condition and they're looking for a specialist who can help, price is not going to be the buying criteria. A heart specialist who has the success at treating this rare heart condition will be the criteria. That's an extreme example to prove a point. But you should correlate what's important to your prospective client. I was recently talking to a wonderful lady named Ashley in the DMs on Instagram. She wants to redo her website, not a small project, and her exact words were, I would just love a web designer to come and make it look gorgeous and I don't even want to think about it. So a web designer who will come in, be her knight in shining armor and make this whole thing go away and be amazing. Do you think if she can be presented with that as the added value solution that Ashley will be bothered about price? No, price is not her buying criteria. Taking this headache away from her is the buying criteria. This is such an important point, which is often missed in the sales process. I see so many proposals and email introductions and whatever marketing material you want to think about, it's all about me, me, me. If you just spin it over and talk about your client and talk about their buying criteria first, you're going to make such headway into not being treated like a commodity. So it's really worth the time to get to know your client, understand what their real pains are. And if price is an objection, you've not done well enough to try and find out what their buying criteria is. Price is always the first objection, but if you dig a little bit deeper, sometimes two or three levels, every objection that a client gives you, they're just telling you what their buying criteria is. So use that intel to your advantage and position yourself as the value added solution that's going to take away all their problems, tick all the boxes. Okay, number two, the next thing to do is uh, still about money, generally speaking, but you need to know what your capacity is, what your expenses are, and work on the numbers to know what you should be charging. I have yet to start working with an agency or service-based business owner who can tell me what their break-even hourly rate is. Knowing your numbers is obvious, but I want to talk a little bit about creating consistent revenue too. You see, consistent revenue and consistency in your business 
frees up your mind from concerns and worries over cash flow and taking every which client that comes your way. When you take every which client that comes your way and they're not a good fit, it doesn't make for good business. It doesn't make for fun and enjoyable business. But when you reach a tipping point with consistent revenue, you can decide which clients you want to serve. You can grow those relationships to deeper levels and innovate with them and do things your competitors can only dream about. Now for my agency owners who are listening, when I say consistent revenue, you might be thinking retainers and you might know what my stance is on retainers. If not, I want you to head on back to the episode or my feature in Forbes where I'm talking about why retainers are a bad idea. But that's not what I'm thinking. When you take on too much and you're not charging enough, one of the symptoms that you'll see in your business is that you're getting busier, your team is getting busier, you're fully stacked out to the rafters, but that's not reflected either on your invoice schedule or on your bottom line. Does that sound familiar? I would much rather that you take on fewer projects, but charge a hell of a lot more and deliver something amazing and have time to work on your systems and processes. Being reactive to everything and working in that kind of way is exhausting and it keeps you on the roller coaster. So when you invest, you can quit that boom and bust sooner and be on your way to growing and eventually scaling your agency by taking the road less difficult. Number three, you can sell without selling your soul. I promise you this. You should be ready to be compensated for the work that you've done. I know that sounds silly, but I work with so many wonderfully creative people who feel like selling and getting paid requires some money mindset work for sure. What you do is provide massive value to your clients. You don't just provide a logo design. You provide a brand image that they're going to use to represent their company to the world for years to come. You don't just provide a website. You provide a platform for a business to be able to generate leads and sales. If I created a website for a client that generated £2 million in revenue, do you think they'd quibble if I charged 20k? What about 50k? What about even 100k? You have a belief in what you do, or you wouldn't be doing it, and you must have some belief that you can do it better than the next branding agency or web agency, or you wouldn't have stuck it to the man and gone out on your own in the first place. Take that belief and understand that for this prospective client in front of you, you have the best value and support to provide. It's your duty to make the sale and start working together in a relationship that's going to be in it for the long haul. Save them from the next cowboy who comes along. If you really believe that you do the best job for them possible, then it really is your duty to sell to them. You've got an amazing portfolio. You've provided an ROI for clients. Your processes work. You have client testimonials to back it up. Take those foundations, that belief, articulate your value and do what you need to do to charge more than anyone else in your market. Sounds easy, right? Well, it's not. It's going to be difficult and challenging, but if you crack the perfect pricing point and experience consistent revenue, 
it'll be so worth it. So let's recap and think about what you can do next to take action in your business. So far, I've talked about understanding the buying criteria of your potential client, knowing your numbers and focusing on consistent revenue so you can serve the clients you want to and have the mindset shift of being ready to sell. I'd love to know if one or all of these have struck a chord with you. If it has, schedule some thinking time and write down some action steps you can take to charge more than your competitors and avoid the trap of being a short order cook or treated like a commodity. If I can help you in any way, DM me with where you're stuck or want to improve and let's talk about what resources can move you forward further faster. High five, you've been listening to The Growth Code. If you want support, a new crew to bounce ideas off, more content and insights to help you navigate this wonderful, crazy journey of being a business owner, then DM or email me the word clarity and I'll do the rest.